Hey, this is Scott Todnam, and you're listening to the Life is the Future podcast, a podcast for health education, middle school, and life in general. It's episode 14 of season two of our podcast, right from the health ed classroom. Here's this week's hosts, Salil and Shauna. Hey guys, welcome back to the Life is the Future podcast. This week it's Salil and Shauna, and we have some guests. We have returning guests, Mackenzie and Siddharth and Megan are here. So introduce yourself, guys. Yeah, introduce yourself. I'm Megan. I'm Mackenzie. I'm Siddharth. And um, this is our first podcast after... We went on break for the new year and Christmas. First podcast of 2020. Yeah, and we're really excited because this, it's our 14th podcast, actually, 14th episode. And we're really excited this one because we're talking about social health and there's just so much to talk about. So let's get into it. So how do you, like, how's your 2020 going with the social and do you feel like it's better than it was in 2019 or more or less of it was in 2019? I kind of feel like the same, like the transition between 2019 and 2020 is pretty smooth. There wasn't much like difference for me, at least. I feel like my, my social health right now is fine. I don't feel like that stressed in school and all that stuff. And yeah. I'm ready for eighth grade graduation. <laughs> in this I'm the same as Siddharth. It's kind of the same. Yeah, kind of like it's kind of the same, but it's not. It just feels like different to me than it did in 2020. Because 20, I mean, 2019 was kind of bad to me. It really was. But like, I feel like I've grown more as a person and I've gotten better. What do you think? So, I personally disagree. Like, I don't think anything like besides that we've lived on Earth for another year. I don't think really anything changes. Well, technically, two decades. What? Two decades. How does that relate? Because it was a different decade. And you said, like, just another year. Technically, it was two decades. But? It was a decade. Two decades. Okay, ignore that. What I was trying to say (laughs) is that it's, like, nothing really happens. It's just, like, another day. Like, the 31st is a day, and then the 1st is a day. And all that happened is the calendar flipped. Like, I don't really feel like anything else happened to me. Like, I don't feel like a new person. Like, I need to start going to the gym or something. But... That's just, that's just me. I disagree completely because I feel like from the beginning of like this time last Does year. Does your hair color change? Yeah, kind of. Did it change? Oh, right. Yeah. And like from last year where you like now, I was a completely different person than who I am now. So I feel like it's a complete So you were different. You were a completely different person like a week and a half ago. Or like two weeks ago. Yeah. Like, it was 24 hours, and you're still the same mm-hmm. Like, I get a couple of months about, like, into 2020. Shauna's like, my my name is Shauna, and then, like, in the 30 minutes that was between the 31st and the 1st, my name is now Mackenzie. I'm talking like, she's about, talking like, like, January 12th, 2019, the beginning of last year, I'm different than I am. Oh, no, not so you're the, talking about like from yeah. the beginning of last year to the beginning of this year? You yeah, changed. I've changed. Oh, <laughs> no. yeah, like I get over like the full year. Yeah. Like, we all have weeks. physical changes and mental changes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone's growing taller. Yeah, that's one way to put it, I guess. Um, what do you guys think? Do you guys agree with Shauna or? I guess over like the year, the yearly change, but like in like 
not in like a short period of time. I know, but like, couldn't you just couldn't you just say like last year on August thirty first and this year on August thirty first was just completely like I was a completely different person. I, Isn't that the same thing? I'm sorry, I can't get over how she said physical changes. <laughs> what were you thinking about when I said physical changes? <laughs> what was the question? All right. So, do you guys don't if you guys are <laughs> do you guys feel like if you guys work in group projects at school, do you guys feel like if you work with your friends, does it affect your like if you're working with your friends in a group project does it like make the outcome of the project worse or better for you because like that relates to the social health because like if you want to be with your friends it can either worsen or make the project better what do you guys think well sometimes whenever you're working with your friends it's really easy to get off task but also like it's better than working with somebody that you're not really friends with because then it's just like nerve-wracking and you're worried that you're going to say something that might hurt their feelings or Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. Um. So I usually, it, um, the outcomes better when I'm like working with someone I know because like I just I know how they work and like that helps me like do my work better. But I also like working with like new people because then you get like a different view and perspective on how like they think or how they, um, yeah, and how they like do the task differently than how like your friend would do it. Um. But yeah. What about you, Mackenzie? Well, people, when you work with your friends, you can, like, get off tasks, like Megan said. But sometimes, like, there's, like, certain factors where you can't always hang out with your friends because, like, there are certain groups that go with each other. So you can't always be with your friends, but you can work with different people. You get to be, you get to have, like, more friends with different people, so. Kind of going off of what Siddharth said, um, it's, like... Oh, what I was gonna say. Sorry. Oh wait, no, now I remember. So you're more comfortable with that friend, so it's easier to say your ideas. But with someone else, they might change it up. You well, personally, I think that when I work with my friends, I tend to get off task really easily. Siddharth knows, and I just so like I really enjoy hang, like working with them, but like I know that I'm not gonna get any work done at all, really. Personally, for me, it really doesn't depend on the friend. It just depends on how I'm feeling that day, if I really want to do work or not. Because it's like, I can I'm really, I can work, but if I'm really just not in the mood to really want to do anything, it doesn't matter who I'm with, I'm not really going to be that productive. I agree. I've seen that Shauna before. <laughs> Sometimes not productive, but she is productive. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, do you guys like it when the teacher's pick groups or do you not like it or do you like it when they like say you get to pick one person you want to be I kind of think it like depends on like what the teach like the task is at hand like if it's some like group project that you're going to be working on for like weeks or something then I would prefer to be with like a friend or two but if it's just like that one day or like some project that's just for a couple days Mm -hmm. then I'm fine with just working with anyone Mm -hmm. the best it depends on like the class too, like what subject you're trying to take, and like if it's like a group project and they're gonna pick the assigned people for it, like it just depends like 
Mm-hmm. What am I even talking about now? <laughs> like, like, if I have at least one friend or, like, my crush is in that group, I'll be okay with oh. it. Like, I can get over it. Oh but gosh. if it's just no one, then I'm not. It's not I'm not vibing. Through. Or if you have, like, nobody in that classroom. Exactly. All right, let's transition a little bit. Or do you have something to say? Not say so. I love how everyone sure. chooses me whatever. Sometimes in groups, it's hard choosing a group because if you have three friends in the class, then somebody will end up getting left out. Oh my god, that happens to me all the time. And okay. then somebody ends up getting hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes it's easier and for crying the in the mm-hmm. And now we're going to kind of look at it from a different angle about like kind of dating. <laughs> so, what's everyone's input on that right now? Boys are jerks in, no, in middle school. I say that with a lot of confidence. Some of them aren't, but they are. In middle school, dating is stupid. Because it's like I, I really like I kind of get it from both angles because it's like it's middle school. It's like you shouldn't have to commit to a person. But they then don't you have to just be a like, in middle school. I feel like you're developing emotions, so you're gonna just start liking people more and more. There's some middle school relationships that work. Yeah, they last for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, do you want to talk about you some experience? In this? Yeah, absolutely. I don't have any experience. You don't? So, no. Really? You? Oh, um, Megan. So what about? Hands. <laughs> Hands. About like relationships, yeah. Mm-hmm. You really want to take <laughs> like okay. I so like- next, so we're supposed to be picking. <laughs> so we're supposed to be picking classes now. <laughs> and um, how do you? How many? Like you know now. Now we have like the options of taking like honors classes and like some AP classes mm-hmm. in our freshman year. How do you think like if we take if you guys take so many like honors classes or you don't take honors classes how do you think that'll affect your like social well-being because like if you're taking all these classes and you're doing all this like work then you won't have enough time to like go out with your friends and have fun and stuff yeah and if you do a sport yeah even more time off exactly yeah so what do you guys think about it um like the more like honors and ap you take you're gonna have more of a load and you're not gonna have as much time so i think it's just like more of like a personal thing what you think is gonna be to like fit your like schedule and stuff, like how much like what however whatever sport you're doing or how much you like to like go out with your friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think that affects it. And then, like, if you have a lot of honors classes, you might fail a little bit, and that might be a lot of pressure on the person. So like, even it out, do what you're good in and do what you're bad in. Like, I think it depends easy. on the person because. Some people have really good study habits and time, really good time management, but then some people don't. So I think it's really just what you can handle. I feel like I have okay time management and okay study skills, but like I tend to procrastinate till the end for things. That's I don't know if that's good. good. I know it's not good. <laughs> I never said it was good, but like I feel like I could still handle some AP class world, oh, like yeah. some workload, some but world. like not too much. Yeah, same. It just depends on. On the day and how I'm feeling, yeah. but how much I can handle and how much I can't. I know our teachers said that it would be so much harder. So, like normal classes, they said would be harder. So even AP classes and honors. Yeah. Classes. And it depends on the teacher. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, the teacher has a big. And also, like the teachers in high school, like they're not as like focused on like just like students, like everybody, yeah. and they're not gonna give like go like deep into like everything. Like elementary school teachers. They're basically just trying to like teach the baseline and then they expect you to learn deeper in yeah <coughs> do health activities develop communication skills like 
Yeah. I feel like it helps you see things from other people's perspectives and gives you a different view on a lot of different topics that you may not talk about just outside of class. All right, so let's define health activities. So what do you think a health activity is? Like, I guess, like, like a mindfulness activity, like, like a mental health activity would be good. Like, mental health, like, like mindfulness practice. Or like meditating? Like, like <laughs> not like meditating, meditating, but something along those lines that just helps you, like, be more, like, mindful of everything. Like, be more, like, aware yeah. and present in the moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What about you, Shannon? Um, I guess, yeah, kind of like just being more present in the moment. But just talk, really just talking about topics that, like, you really won't just talk about on in your daily life that, like, you may have, like, a view on a lot of other people don't have that view. Okay, so that's the bell. So we probably have time for, like, one last question. So it'll probably, and it's, my question is, like, it relates to the last one. Does that, does, like, your like your health activities almost, does that like impact how you view other people? Yeah. In what ways? You said yeah, Shama. I mean like, I guess just like, it's always gonna be, if I don't agree with what someone says, I'm always kind of view them as like, oh, we really don't get along. We don't agree on the same thing. It's kind of awkward, especially if it's something like really political, then I'm, of course I'm kind of, I'm kind of, gonna hold that grudge against them even though and that's kind of bad it's just like it's hard for me to get over it or any controversial mm, yeah. topic it's still you're gonna see that person be like oh yeah i'll say like the first encounter with a person like and it's political like you really can't take that yeah, and just a, move on yeah always gonna understand i personally don't let my views of politics influence the way i think about a person because it's just like their views and my views don't have to be the same for me to like that person. If it's something really lay, like if I can get over it, I can. But if it's something that's like personally will, it's something against like me or a group of people that I'm not, I can't get over it. Personally, mm -hmm. strongly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. That's about all the time we have for today. Um, thank you, Siddharth, Mackenzie, and Megan for coming in. I know it was kind of last minute for Megan and Siddharth, but um, I think like it was a really productive episode. Yeah. And we will be back in a couple of weeks. Next week, I think Reese the other, Lauren. yeah, oh, Reese and Lauren Tuesday. are going to be back and they're going to be doing a podcast as well. So this, thank you for listening to episode 14. We'll see you next in a couple of weeks. Bye. Thanks to Siddharth, Megan, and Mackenzie for joining Salil and Shauna this week with their first podcast of 2020 to continue a new semester of our Life is the Future Season 2 podcasts. Once again, the students may have felt a little rusty in getting back into podcast mode this week. I think we will see our hosts continue to improve on their discussion management skills. They may look back on this one and wish they had more structure or clarity. One thing I am urging for this second half of the school year is for the student hosts to be comfortable disagreeing with one another and their guests. It's okay to disagree, and, and I've mentioned this in a previous podcast, arguing and learning how to argue is a necessary life skill. 
The students also sometimes seem to have a couple of different directions they want the conversation to go. With this episode, you can hear them dabble a bit with dating relationships, but not everyone wanted to go there. <laughs> so they came back around to school projects and being assigned classes for next school year, and then went on into how health class activities might help develop empathy and social health. I'm interested in uh, possible topics and conversations for the remainder of this school year that have yet to be brought up in depth. Like, for instance, perhaps something with STEM, science and technology, maybe music and art, perhaps dating in middle school, and maybe even politics or current events. I bet that we'll see the hosts dive in back into substance use because here in Illinois, we just legalized recreational marijuana on January 1st. And I'm guessing other repeat topics might come forth like phones and social media, maybe image and popularity, and of course, balancing life's pressures and planning for the future. Okay, for this week, I'll have a few links in the show notes about social health and teens. One is from Newport Academy, and it has tons of information on social skills. It also goes into offshoots on technology, anxiety, even autism, substance use, and it has coping strategies as well. Another link I'll provide is from today.com and it presents the 2016 study that connects the benefits of social relationships and physical health starting in socially active teens. And finally, I'll include the link to castle.org for teachers and any parents listening. That's one of the leading organizations for academic, social, and emotional learning. And it has many resources that a lot of us know in education and we're familiar with for the development of the whole child. As always, thanks for tuning into our podcast. If you get a chance immediately following this listen, remember, just take a few seconds to give us a review and some feedback for the students. They'd love to hear from you. Plus, that allows our show to reach a larger audience. All right, stay tuned next week as we return with our other two leaders on this school year, Lauren and Reese, and we continue into 2020 with season two of the Life is the Future podcast. Until then, thanks for tuning in.